0: Welcome to the news and why it matters i am sarah gonzalez joined by some familiar faces but never in the same place we've got mr john miller straight in from the swamp congratulations on surviving yes good good job good work we've got graham allen
1: i'm in a new chair today you are i am this is weird angle it's like a whole different place
0: <laughs> you have to look at me head I on do. i'm <laughs> very sorry about that <laughs> we've got mr chad prather who what this, this is, is my chair The guy chair with the cowboy now. hat. The yeah, the that's
1: cowboy what it hat. is. Yeah, it's the nice cow- and warm. You stole my, my chair from me. My butt. I'm now. a
0: little bit nervous about these two sitting right next to each other. I might have to have <laughs> the teacher come and sit in between you two. At Graham and I have
1: traveled show. all over the country we together, are, and we so have been around each other way too much. That yeah. is that
2: is that is very true. Too many, can, too many of the same hotel rooms. So.
0: <laughs> 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 On to uh, today's top stories. John, what is your top story going to be?
2: So I want to talk about George Conway,
3: Kellyanne Conway's husband. Once again, coming out and saying the president's stupidity knows no bounds. I just want to know what that household is like Like when they get home. What is that relationship like? It can't be good. Ugh, I
0: can't wait, can't wait to be get good. into that. Uh, Graham, what's your talk? I story? want
1: to talk about California again, proving that it just needs to be taken out of the United States. Uh, now another university saying that the Pledge of Allegiance needs to be gone because it represents white nationalism.
0: Obviously, 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 obviously. That's what I've been trying
2: to say.
1: Yeah. All this time,
0: finally, exactly. someone said it. <laughs> all right, Chad.
2: Twenty twenty presidential far leftist hopeful Kamala Harris has now made everybody scratch their heads as she says that all private insurance should be abolished.
3: Mm.
0: All right, so it's going to be a uh, going to be an interesting show. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Cosmo Hurts Kids. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, but um, Cosmopolitan Magazine is. Quite risque these days. When, I don't read it. it okay, but <laughs> I'm not saying I read it, John. Okay, I'm saying
1: when I go to the
0: checkout stand and I'm looking at all of the magazines and their headlines and I'm like, the what, the what sex? I mean, it's got some real things that we don't want our children reading. Mm. Uh, so the Hearst Corporation actually owns, the Hearst family owns Cosmopolitan Magazine. Victoria Hurst, a member of the family, has actually gone out on her own uh, campaign and said, you know what? I don't want to censor their free speech, but I think that this magazine is harmful to children, and it should be labeled as so. It should fall under the category of you know it states that it's harmful to minors under 18. Mm-hmm. That's all that she's asking for. Personally, I agree. My son is starting to read. I don't want him reading that. Garbage so like that put it in the wrapper
1: or something, like they did the Playboy magazine. Yeah, or yes. like that. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and not have it just right there in front of your children as mm-hmm. you're checking out with your orange juice and donuts. Yeah. Kinds of tips and tricks that you can use and things that they don't know about.
2: That's why my daughters only read Teen Vogue. (laughs) (laughs) We keep it clean around my house.
0: So uh, if you want to hear more about this campaign, which I think you should, it's a really really big issue right now. The morals of society and how we protect our children. You can go to CosmoHertzKids.com to learn more. All right, John, uh, I would imagine that is a very, very awkward household
3: Yeah, interesting right household. Well, it was interesting because it was actually in response to Cliff Sims, who was an old White House staffer, left the White House. He has a new tell-all book out. And in the book, the book actually accuses Kellyanne Conway of being the big leaker in the White House. So uh, Trump bashed the book on Twitter sent a tweet out saying this book is boring, full of lies, Did and Trump then... bash
0: something on Twitter? I know, it, it's Trump huge. Trump, Trump a bathroom is,
3: tweet yep. about a book? <laughs> what? Which is, that's the news story right there.
2: Trump read a book? But, <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, wait, so the interesting part is that, this, that he bashed on Twitter, and then Conway came out, Con, husband Conway, Mr. Conway, yes. came out, and said, Trump, you're stupid. So the book that is accusing Kellyanne of leaking, Trump calling that book stupid, George Conway saying, Trump, you're stupid in response. So uh, what is going on in that household? uh, Let me tell you, my
2: wife works in a medical clinic. She's a nurse practitioner. If all of a sudden I started going online and bashing all of the doctors and the nurse practitioners and the PAs that worked in her clinic that she loves very much and that she supported, my wife would cut my throat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand
3: how it works. I don't know. I'm really curious to find out how it works and how long they'll be together for.
0: (laughs) I mean, do you think at this point, because they have children, Right. So maybe it's, I, I it's feel like kids. it's either it's, it's stay together for the, together kids, for the, for the kids, or kids or we just have to get through this point in our lives with, you know, the, the however long Trump is in office and then we will quietly divorce behind the scenes. Like, wouldn't a
3: divorce. healthy relationship, you would think maybe he's like, honey, can I send out this tweet? You know, are you going to be pissed at me? Right. He's just doing it, which right. is just like.
0: Or how yeah. about like, honey, yeah. we'll talk about Sometimes, this. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. on the internet. Sometimes yeah, you got to throw it out there and see what happens,
1: you know? <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah. This is the epitome uh, Georgia Kelly and Conway. Which with all due respect to Kellyanne Conway, I mean, obviously, she's got some pretty thick skin to do mm-hmm. what she's done I'm and say curious. the thing. I mean, I, I, do I have to give a lot of admiration to Kellyanne Conway. But this is what I would call the epitome of a swamp marriage. Uh, this is if it, so imagine with me if Donald Trump had never been elected. All the things you wouldn't know or realize about one, the media or Hollywood or the Washington, D.C. Yeah. elite and the way these people interact with each other. If anything, the Trump presidency is exposed how crazy and what level of twilight zone right. we're living in.
4: Yeah,
1: no, it was very smart on his part. I think he knew from day one. I think this is his exposure of what goes on in the media putting everything out on the table. I think he knew the day he decided he was going to be president, I think he knew he was going to win, and he knew, I'm going to do something no other president has done, and I'm going to take the fight straight to them and expose them for the liars and cheats and phonies. And
2: that right there is why the mainstream media, Hollywood, you name it, anyone with a platform, that pantheon of people that sit around with public voices, they will not stop because they know that as long as Trump is in power and has any place with a voice, he's gonna continue to expose that.
1: Every other president we've ever had, they would have meetings go, Mr. President, you can't say it like this. Mr. President, you can't you can't do that because if you do this, the media is going to tell you part Trump goes, "I don't care. D- why why do you have a job? D- why are we paying you? I don't need, I don't need your advice."
2: Well, John, look at look at how many tell all books are coming out now. Right. With the people who worked in the Trump White House and it's because of that very thing. Yep. Yeah. They, and, and you read them
3: and you know, a lot of times you're like, "Yeah, that kind of sounds about right." That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: what we get with him. I mean,
3: it's not it, it, it some of it's believable, but then other parts are just outright lies. Um, and you have to wonder why they're doing it and it's because he's completely dismantled. Everything that that town of Washington has accepted as reality. And you know, it, you said it completely is epitomized as a swamp marriage. That's absolutely true. In Washington, you talk about these people on there, you badmouth them, and then you go to the bar after it. And, it's, <laughs> and for most Americans, it's the most disgusting, like awkward thing yeah. ever, but that's how that town thrives.
0: That's what I, you know, you bring up an interesting point because during the Kavanaugh confirmation hearings, Um, Things got so heated and, you know, Lindsey Graham gave his Lindsey Graham 2.0 speech and Mm -hmm. everyone loved him in that moment. And he made a comment about, you know, these are my friends. And I was like...
3: I'm Yeah, not sure if You
0: guys are friends after this.
3: <laughs> but it's, it's fascinating because in the press briefings, you know, even the conservative outlets in the uh, in the White House press corps, they'll be like Jim Acosta, he's not that bad. He's just trying to do his job because they all have to stick up for one another. terrible. And so I'm like, he's a terrible hack. Terrible, I hate him. Yeah. And then I go to the press briefing the next day, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> 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 but if that's just you know. But that's why you get all these same terrible stories. That's why you have even on the conservative side, because at the end of the day, in that town, everyone has to be friends.
2: Our friends my friend, WWE's WWE's The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Graham and I are good friends with, with The Undertaker. Undertaker, I was with him last week, and he was telling me about when he got both of his occipital bones broken and his eyes caved in. Ew. And he had to have the surgery to reconstruct his face. And he said, yeah, I was wrestling my buddy. You know, and yeah. that's the way it is. <laughs> that's the way you feel like in Hollywood. It's these wrestlers that, that go at each other. It's a cage match. And then now they're at happy hour on Capitol Hill.
0: Yeah. I mean, deal. so I have I to admit, imma- I don't think George
2: and Kellyanne are going to happy. That's,
0: right, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, I, I so what is yeah. his motivation? What is George's motivation that's at a this point?
2: Great
3: question. I think it looks like he's just there to embarrass his wife, which is why it can't be a, a good thing.
1: No one mm. knows. Like most of the things that happen on Capitol Hill, nobody knows. Yep.
0: <laughs> I, w- I would love to be a fly on the wall uh, at that household. I- <laughs> right about now. all I know is happy wife, happy happy life. I think George maybe could, uh, could use that advice right now. Uh, all right, Graham. So California just needs to be sawed off. I
1: don't know if you know this, but America is racist. Well, I mean, I'm trying to say this. The only reason that John is here is because we white people allowed him to be so. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know if you know that. Uh, Yeah. So um, Santa Barbara City College Board of Trustees President Robert Miller basically said we don't need the Pledge of Allegiance anymore because it is riddled with undertones of white nationalism. Basically saying that the guy who wrote it, Francis Bellamy, wrote the pledge in 1890 when he was concerned with the influx of immigrants. So that's what this is really about. Yet another attack on basic principles of being an American. How hard is it to pledge your allegiance to the very country that that's the only reason that you're allowed to have such an asinine conversation of should we pledge allegiance to our country in the first place? The paradox of stupid in that (laughs) entire Argument. It's just, it's, it's incredible. I mean, uh, what we, we we kneel for the anthem. Uh, God is offensive. Uh, boys and girls can literally be whatever they want now. And now the yeah, pledge don't of allegiance.
3: Say otherwise, you bigot.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can,
0: I, can I just say we kneel we kneel for the anthem, but don't you kneel in the end zone if it's to pray. To pray. No. Yep. Don't kneel then. Exactly.
3: It's just another attack. <laughs> Isn't there it, it, something in the Pledge of Allegiance that's something about indivisible?
0: Yeah,
1: I,
3: I think that one nation, that yeah, one under, nation God. under
1: God indivisible. Yeah, that that whole line in there. Wow, that sounds awful. Uh, you know, oppressive to me in, in that thing. So I, I don't. I don't know. I think it's just where we're, we're I think this one hundred percent has to do with with more just immigration sympathy right now. Right. I don't think this guy could give a. a total. Come on, and say it, Graham. Come on. No, say No, I'm not gonna say
0: it. Gonna me not on my show, please. But no,
1: no. But but this guy could probably care less. This is just another way to get in the tabloids, have some exposure for your mediocre college that nobody really cares about in the first place. Uh, how can we do this? <gasps> we'll have immigration sympathy, and we'll talk about the fact that we can't do this because it's you know it's they they hated immigrants too.
3: Wait, I'm a little slow, but I'm still not seeing the connection between the immigrant, the <laughs> whole thing. Well,
1: I've read it multiple... Oh, you're not a real black person, John. Right, there Remember? you go. I'm not. I'm not. You have to keep reminding Remember? me. That's what everyone not. tells us all the time. You are not real. You don't exist.
0: Well, you do bring up, um, you know, an interesting point about everyone being immigration sympathizers right now, which, by the way... No one at this table, I think, no one here would say we don't like immigrants. We all can recognize we are a nation of immigrants. Yeah. Legal immigration is Awesome. (laughs) We love it. Legal immigration. It's the illegal immigration. Just that key word there, illegal. That's a problem. And I, to the story, um, Tom Brokaw, I believe it was, was in hot water just recently for his comments on saying he said that uh, Hispanics should be trying to assimilate, should be trying to ask
3: what is wrong with that. That is the point. You come to the country, you learn our laws, you learn love for our constitution. Right. And that's what immigration is. And, and to say that Hispanics need to do more of that because they're not, and they're teaching Spanish in schools, and especially in California, you know, they are all these measures to make it so you don't have to speak English. And uh, it, that's the exact opposite of how people should immigrate to the country.
2: We had, I did a video, this, uh, posted a video on social media this morning where I did a spoof of pretending to be Jim Acosta down at the border, <laughs> you know, touching the thing. And, and then we had oh, people cross. It's God. pretty funny. So it's, it's going viral today, and so I encourage people to it's go not see it.
1: It's not a terrible video,
2: it's really good. It, I mean, really it's, yeah. Really so here's the thing. I had someone who commented on there and they said, because I, I do a 30 second summary at the end of my like typical video, of me in the truck, you know, yeah. and I'm sitting there and I said, I don't know a conservative that is opposed to or pro-american person who believes in liberty that's opposed to legal immigration we encourage it we want it we want you here if i lived in one of these countries i'd try to get my family up here that's what i'd want to do And, and i made the comment i said but what we don't want is people who come here illegally and undermine the foundation and the structure of our country what we're built on and i had someone who commented on there and they said why can't people bring their culture here what do you have a problem with their culture i said nowhere in that video did i say anything about their culture i respect their culture They said, well, then what are you talking about the foundation of our country? I said, it's very simple. The Constitution, the Constitution of the United States of America. If you come in, you adhere to it, you believe in it and you abide by it. You abide by our traditions. You abide by a pledge of allegiance to the flag that says you are one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. You abide by a declaration that says we're independent. Look, you want to come in here and you want to abide by those things? I will I will throw my arms open For you.
0: There's also also something to be said, too, about, you know, okay, why do they want to come here? Because they want to participate in the American dream. How are you supposed to participate in the American dream if you can't speak the language... You know, and you're, you're not allowed going, to say that, but
3: it's like if you, if where you're coming from is so amazing and so great, then why are you coming here? You right. There's a reason why you're trying to come here. And it's because of everything that we've worked to preserve in this country. That's almost it's almost like worth common preserving. sense. John. It, it should be common sense, sense, but it's not. Stop it's, yeah, it. You are
1: a racist as but well. People, but people's main <laughs> argument to me all the time is how can you be against illegal immigration when we, in fact, ourselves are illegal immigrants. And my response to that is, first of all, uh there were no laws back then uh you know this wasn't an established country and i myself in the present did not illegally cross into a country that had laws in place so it's a it's an irrational argument that people use we came over here and we stole it you know uh, the, the country Christopher Columbus however you want to do it but now right now in 2019 this is the united states of america the united states of america has laws in place on how to become a citizen legally and that's how the argument
2: should I end. hate that's that really good people, the really good people in California get such a bad rap because of the idiots.
0: That's a great point. There's like two yeah. of them left, There's, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> All two of them are, George and Sherry are really good yeah. folks. You guys are great, are, great George people and, 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 and we really, we love Sherry. Really George and Sherry, <laughs> George
0: and Sherry let's are uh, really good. Let's wait to get into mm. Ka- Kamala. 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 Back in <laughs> just did the most awesome magic trick of all time. Although, love John Miller, he was awesome. He had to run though, he was in the middle of something. And we are now joined by Mr. Eric Bowling. Hey! Yay! Thank
4: you for being you here. said he had to go to the men's room. Yeah. Did he? I think he was offended. I think he was, too.
0: He probably I
1: he was, was offended. I but <laughs> the article says that America's racist, and then he laughed. The Pledge of Allegiance is racist
0: and all yeah, that. The Pledge of Allegiance is, is racist, yeah. all yeah, of
1: Allegiance oh. racist. White now. nationalist. Yeah, white nationalist Pledge we're, of Allegiance.
0: You, know, white, you wouldn't know, because it's white privilege. From
1: California. So.
0: Uh, all right, but before we get into Kamala Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Harris, Kamala. I'm just going to call you Kamala. Yeah. Uh, we are going to thank our sponsor, RidiaZone. So, it's still January, right? Yeah, it's still January. And um, perhaps some of us had some New Year's resolutions to lose a couple pounds, maybe, that we gained the following year. Don't be embarrassed. I was also you. Uh, I lost 100 pounds about 11 years ago or so. And so I know the struggle, personally. Yes, there's me. That's me, the uh, the giant number 10. And so I know you lose weight and then you go on these yo-yo diets and then you gain the weight back and you can't find anything to just help support you losing weight and maintaining. Might I suggest that you try Ridiazone? The folks at Ridiazone have uh, they have this this little capsule that's full of the good molecule in olive oil and it helps you boost your metabolism and it helps reduce your appetite so you feel full longer. You're not constantly craving the things that you should not be eating. I use it. I swear by it. It can work for you. Go to RIDIAZONE.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. You can get 30% off of a three-month supply by using promo code THEBLAZE. We've done the math for you. It's like $1.39 a day. You can afford that much to invest in your health. RIDIAZONE.com. All right, Eric, you missed quite a lively a lively uh, I, just first can, can I comment
4: that used to be a number 10 now you're the one of a 10 oh, and wow. sitting next to you yeah. makes us I a was, 10 cuz I'm really <laughs> round and you're really yeah. I was more offended Pedro. by the
1: team you were you were
4: supporting in the photo and up. everything How else. Well, I married 100.
0: into I married into a roll tide. Ooh. No knows
4: Anyway, listen, I just in South Carolina, that would be Clemson territory. Uh, oh, That's no. I uh, <laughs> right to this table.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so Chad, your top story mm-hmm. is Kamala. Kamala. Kamala Harris. She said some pretty controversial things about private health insurance mm-hmm. and uh, Medicare for all. Did you catch that, Eric? By the I way, did. I did. Okay, I think that we have that clip. Let's go ahead and play it if we can. So, just to follow up,
3: just to follow up on that, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, to reiterate, you support uh, the Medicare for All bill. I think initially co- co-sponsored by Senator Bernie Sanders. You're also a co-sponsor yes. on it. I believe it will totally eliminate private insurance. Um, so for people out there who like their insurance, well, they don't get to keep it.
0: Well, listen, the idea is that everyone gets access to medical care and you don't have to go through the process of going through an insurance company, having them give you approval, going through the paperwork, all of the delay that may require. Who of us has not had that situation where you've got to wait for approval and the doctor says, well, I don't know if your insurance company is going to cover this. Let's eliminate all of that. Let's move on.
2: Yeah, let's let's eliminate filling out applications and buying things. You know, that's crazy. It's amazing to me whenever the Democrats these days are throwing their hat into the ring and they say they're going to run for president, that they have to start either with abolishing something or with an apology. Like I used to believe in guns, but I was not empathetic enough for, on that. So now I, I apologize. Blind, and now I see. I yeah. See and so. This is reminiscent of Barack Obama saying you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan if you like it. Now, the left realizes that being a Democrat isn't left enough. You've got to go crazy left. So we have to abolish things. We've got to get away from everything private, everything privatized. It doesn't matter if you can afford it or you like it. You don't need to go through all that. We're going to save you from the time and the energy of waiting on approval for a health insurance plan. And even if you can afford it. Even if you like it. No. Yeah. What's the point? You can't keep it.
0: Eric, 2008, if you like it, your plan, you can keep your plan. Uh, 2019. Nah, let's just eliminate.
4: There's it. a big difference. So Kamala Harris wants to be president. So let's say she wins. Okay? I so don't like now this scenario, I don't like right? this world. Yeah, no one does. No one does. Now. But just you, you always, you know, I come from the business world. You always do the worst case exam. What's the worst that could possibly happen? Right. Kamala Harris wins. It's a different Supreme Court now because of Donald Trump than it was in 2008 when you had John Roberts, who is frankly, probably a liberal, uh, making the final decision that Obamacare was, in fact, constitutional as long as you called it a fee and not a tax. I mean, it's just insanity what the hoop he had to jump through to make Obamacare legal. Then it will never happen again in our lifetime. That's the good news. I think what really is happening though is it, 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 it's not that people need to go left. It's young people believe in socialism. They believe because they've ne- millennials have never had a struggle. They've never had a, yep, right. a, a ma- they've never had a depression. They've never had really a major recession. It lasted, what, a year and a half? Right. So, so, yes, we can borrow. Yes, we can tack on debt. Oh, don't worry, it'll be okay. They don't know history that there could be the mother of all downturns if we're, 40 trillion dollars in debt under her plan in in four or eight years you could it could really literally sink the the republic instead right now they go eh, it, it, it's never happened in my lifetime so I, I think free stuff sounds pretty darn good yeah, yeah.
1: Which is the exact thing that they accuse uh, President Trump of doing right now. They accuse Trump of, you know, saying, "Ah, well, I won't be around here when it comes back to bite me Mm. in the end. But that's what they base their entire campaigns on anyway, doing these plans, doing these actions, actually taking freedoms away from Americans. We're going to make this decision for you and we're going to get it passed to where now you have no choice. Even if you want to go get private insurance, you can't do it because we've got Medicare for all this is is what you're going to do. Isn't that, in and of itself, the exact opposite of freedom?
0: Well, yeah, but, I mean, uh, the left, the far left, is not concerned with with freedom. But, you know, what's interesting to me also is that they, if they were to look at socialized health care in the UK or in Canada or, you know, any place that it's been tried and true for a while there... You'll see that the people who really need care are forced to go to the private doctors and the private hospitals mm-hmm. because they can't get quality care there. So yeah. it's just you,
4: except when a U.S. senator named Rand Paul <laughs> <laughs> on to face goes the candidate to have a procedure like what yeah. we—he's a friend no. of mine too, by the way. Yeah. What do you think, kids? Stay here. We're, you know we're in the middle of a major care fight. Right. And it really could you tw- not. Could, yeah. Can, uh, listen, you need surgery. OK, but I mean, by the way, he's a doctor, too. I'm sure he's a doctor. got <laughs> yes. good contacts right here <laughs> in the yeah. United States.
2: Yeah. Do you know Philip Montbatten, Prince Philip? He flipped his Range Rover, what, a couple of weeks ago. OK, he wrecked into a young lady, 46 years old, injured her arm, broke her wrist. She's upset because, one, the police haven't followed up properly. Yes, the Queen sent her warmest regards. But the biggest issue she has is she has not been treated properly by Medical professionals, because she can't get in to see anybody. Now, this is Britain, which supposedly has this type of health care, which she is, which, by the way, Kamala Harris's idea on health care goes further than even Britain. Because if you have money in Britain, you can still get private health care. She wants to do away with all of that. So this idea that we have this pie in the sky, because you're right, Eric, I don't wake up every day. Most most young people don't wake up every day thinking, hey, we're twenty three million dollars, twenty three trillion dollars in debt. I can still go to the mall. I can still buy new shoes. I can still, you know, turn the heat on in my house. My, my iPhone still works. It still works. Yeah. I'm still plugged into the Wi-Fi. They don't think about that. So, so you know, hey, free means freedom, right? Well, I'm telling you, there's going to be consequences of that eventually.
0: Mm, amen. All right, got to take a break. We'll be back.
1: You know, a prime example of how this isn't going to
0: All right. Before we go, uh, I want to make sure to wish our very good friend Graham a happy birthday. Oh. We brought a little something here for you. Uh, your wife. Oh. Your wife told us that you really enjoy brownies. Oh so. my gosh! And look, the candle stayed lit. So oh. I'm not going to sing to you, but you can blow. That's
1: up, very, know, that's very like. that's thank, keto Thank you, thank you guys uh, very much.
0: Yeah, yeah. You no, you happy zone? birthday! Thanks for being here. Oh, thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank and you very much. I appreciate forget, it. Thank you. Eric Balling is hosting tonight. Blaze TV special, media meltdown. You can tweet us, uh, send it on Facebook, hashtag Live. Live.
4: Let's get that thing trending tonight, live, two hours.
3: Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at BlazeTV.com.
0: Uh, just talking about um, how far left we've gone. I want to get back into that with some other um, some other issues going on. But uh, before we do that, want to thank our sponsor, Mercury Real Estate. So, I think you guys would all agree that um, there are a lot of real estate agents out there who like you know dabble in real estate and maybe do it part time and maybe they're. A uh, face is on a bench at a bus stop that people sit on. And you're like, hmm, who should I pick? I want to, to sell my house. Yeah, probably not the guy with his face where people sit their rear ends down. Um, maybe not the guy on a billboard smiling really creepily. Might I suggest that you use realestateagentsitrust.com? Uh, so Glenn actually founded the company for this reason, that... There are 10 million real estate agents out there, and you have no idea what they know, if they know your area, if they do this full time. So Glenn has formed a team that have, they've vetted these people. They've vetted these real estate agents. They do it full time. They know the area. They've been doing it a really long time. They know their stuff. They're going to get you the best value, uh, the best thing for your money. So if you're looking to buy or sell your home, you can go to real estate agents. I trust. Dot com. We did the work, so you did not have to. All right, so talking about how far left they're going on um, you know, health insurance and they haven't learned from the UK's mistakes. They want to take it even further. Um, I want to talk about the, um, Kate Hudson. So Kate Hudson came out a while ago, and we covered this on the show, but um, she got a little bit of heat for saying that she was raising her daughter to be genderless. And uh, now she's saying no I wasn't ra- I'm not raising her genderless I'm just you know <laughs> She like got she got in her- trouble for
1: contradicting herself in the same statement. You
0: are
4: in so right. much trouble you said she got in trouble. Well, <laughs>
1: that's, well that's, that's what she said. Point. We're raising we're point. raising our daughter genderless. Mm-hmm.
4: We don't know what she's going mm-hmm. to be. I mean she <laughs> the whole thing doesn't make any sense. The California so. State House said you're not allowed to use those pronouns anymore. There's no he or she in the California state well,
0: So what do you set? You well, just yeah, use their name?
4: Even names? worse, if you're a police department, you, it's gonna, you can't say a male perp or a female perp. You certainly can't say black or white now. Have you heard these police scanners? It's a, it's a male perp, uh, six feet tall with um, dark hair. Oh, it could be anybody. It, you know, it literally could <laughs> how, be anybody. How stupid is that? I mean, that, is that is the
1: dumbest thing I've heard today. That is the dumbest thing I've heard today. Mr. Eric, that wins the
4: award. That is the oh yeah. There's more. <laughs> that that, no, that, no, that truly, is the one
0: that wins the award. Today. How are you going to solve crime? Lit- if you can't. listen
4: to police scanners now, and, and you know you hear some of these police chases, there there is no um, no attribution to race whatsoever, whatsoever. So if it's a African American guy or a Hispanic woman, it's got to be. A male or a female about six feet or a a female about five feet? We are entering in a society that is so offended.
1: It is insanity. I I was at the Student Action Summit for Turning Point USA last month, Mm -hmm. and uh, there was this gentleman from London there, and we got into a conversation. He said, it's so crazy in London right now that we could be sitting here having a conversation, and at the table back there, somebody else could hear us say something that they find offended, and they can press charges against us. For offending them from across the room. I, I, I mean, it, and we want so you
4: walk in. And you go, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's, it's, like, that scene from, it's like that scene from The Patriot where
1: they go in the bar and he's like, "God save the queen" or something, and everybody throws something. Yeah, kind of, kind of similar stuff. I mean,
2: it is crazy. These what's hot happening. chicks are losing their mind. <laughs> Telling you what. Oh. I will always be the voice of offense. I promise you, I will not apologize. Forget what Kevin Hart did. I, I, you, I make a living mocking people. Yeah. I make a living, if you're black, if you're white, if you're straight, if you're gay, I don't care. I'm going to make fun of you. That's all that matters. And these people have lost their minds. Now, I can't get over this whole idea that, uh, that people... Are, are just really trying to make this a norm because it's not that, oh, well, that's a wacko person out there that lives in Hollywood. But this is becoming they want our children genderless. They want our daughters feminist. They want our sons neutered. They want our men uh, 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 effeminate. They want Christianity abolished. I, and I, the list of babies dead Old people are irrelevant. Veterans don't matter, and this is this is the leftist norm. It's not Democrat anymore. It's gone full blown left. It's beyond. It's out on the tips of the wing. Which I hope to God those feathers get shed off into the dustbin of history because this has become absolutely, as you say, ludicrous. It's gone crazy. The idea that you want to normalize this beyond just a trend. Yeah,
0: uh, you mentioned babies dead, um, and you know I think that that does bring up. Uh, An interesting point, Eric, what what was going through your mind when you saw the state of New York cheering cheering on their feet, cheering, applauding for the fact that women can kill their babies? You go
4: back to the, the, you know, the ultimate example of hypocrisy on the left. So a pregnant woman is on her way to the abortion clinic with the intent of aborting her child. A drunk driver T-bones her. Kills her and the baby. Double homicide. Double, yep. On her way. But if she made it to the abortion clinic, everything's okay. Now, yep. which one is it? Listen, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in letting the states decide what the hell each state wants to do with it. I just don't get involved in this, the abortion debate. I don't. Or the, or the, I don't care who you marry, who you kiss, who you sleep with. I really don't care what you, I care what you smoke at night or drink at night. It doesn't, those things don't matter. But fiscal responsibility, I really give a crap about a lot. Um, but the hypocr- hypocrisy of that example is she doesn't want the baby, she's on her way to aborting it, and then someone kills d- both of them, it's a double homicide, just blows my mind. I, I, I'm, I'm lost.
1: For me, for me, and, and I agree with what you're saying, and, and there are some things, you know, hey, marry who you want to marry religiously, I don't agree with it, but who am I to, to, to you know, pitch force and stakes and go after people? But if we don't value human life, and for the people that can't speak for themselves, which are babies, if we don't hold that, that, that sovereign principle there, I think we are already dead as a society. And I think it's not sustainable. We're going to tear each other apart and it's all going to. If the most basic understanding of human decency is not there, that we don't respect life. You can have these conversations of racism and sexism and all that. Why do you have those conversations? because you respect and value life, and everybody should have this value of equality in life, right? Or, or no one would care, really. Then why does it not matter here?
0: Well, I, I get a little bit concerned uh, because I feel like this younger generation that's grown, maybe millennials and probably the generation underneath them, they're growing up where they have heard it's been ingrained in them, women's rights, women's rights, women's rights, that they forget that it's Actually a life and we're we're teaching these kids that are growing up that it's not anything to be respected. For instance, you know, I saw a lot of people saying, Well, you know, what if the woman was depressed or had anxiety or whatever and they wanted to, you know, abort the baby? I'm all for a, I mean if a woman is depressed and she wants to get rid of the baby, calling it a baby, which I found to be ironic, then I, you know, then that's up to that woman and these are the types of things that i'm hearing from that younger generation and it's just very frightening to me that you know okay if you want to make that argument 6 weeks into the pregnancy make that argument but at 9 months into the pregnancy and they're saying a, a well, woman the law was it should be a woman 6 months the law was already oh, at 6 months i know i know 24 six weeks 6
1: months i mean the the survival rate is up to 70% if you're yes. born at 24 weeks yes. i mean that's 6 months you've been to the doctor Multiple times, you know what the gender is, which is a whole different conversation in and of itself. Uh, you you have been pregnant a while, so why wait so long? And, and and what you just said there, the the biggest argument that people have about this new law is, oh, you Republicans and conservatives are overreacting. It's only if the mother's life is at risk or something like that. No, that was the old law. Yeah. The way the new law reads is if their life or health. Is at risk, and the companion case of Roe versus Wade, Doe versus
4: Doe, Bolton.
1: yeah, yeah, Doe versus Bolton, it lays out what actual health is. That's uh, mental state. That's their age. I mean, it, so literally, if you find the right physician, you can argue the case of the day before baby's supposed to be here. I can't do this. I can't do this. My boyfriend just left me. I don't have any money. I can't raise this kid. Get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's, it is a Huge, dark precedent that I think New York has unfortunately started a potential domino effect that could uh, could impact the, the entire country here.
0: Yeah, uh, Eric, we're so excited that you're here. We're so excited for the special. Can you just, j- just Very quick. tell us a little bit about Absolutely. it? Yeah. It's a
4: uh, media meltdown. And it, you know, with the, the recent story about BuzzFeed putting out a story that ended up being Refuted aggressively by the special counsel's office and then the Covington kids the the catholic kids um, When you saw the original Idea that everyone ran with in the media when you found out what it was really all about is a completely different story When you add context, we're all going to be here talking about the absolute meltdown of the media right now But we have one question to answer tonight Did Chad decide to Pop that collar on purpose or or not
2: (laughs) Let me explain
1: to you the beauty
4: of this. <laughs>
2: I was not ready for that at all. Eric, I was sitting here waiting for this. Graham, I'm going to educate you on fashion. Okay. Uh, it doesn't lay down. Uh, Look at oh, that. He's so cool. From Bam! Look at that. This is like a Hugh Hefner smoking jacket, baby. And you know why? Because I'm smoking.
0: As you can see, we've got a lively panel <laughs>
1: for tonight. I was waiting on some philosophical, yeah. like answer to the world problems. Not, I was not ready for One that at all. One question that was good to answer. <laughs>
0: Do not miss out Media (laughs) Meltdown hosted by Eric Bolling. Uh, You can find it on Blaze TV, 6 to 8 Eastern. You can also watch it on YouTube. I believe we're also streaming it on Facebook. Uh, But you are a subscriber. That's why you're watching this right now. So you should watch it on blazetv.com. Encourage all of your friends and family to watch it as well. We have got... A whole lot of fun for you guys uh, and remember to tweet us using hashtag blaze tv live i will be monitoring the uh all the social media and getting all of the uh, the comments over to eric and the guys to discuss so make sure to tweet us that is blaze tv live uh, i think we have a poll question really quickly before we go kamala harris thinks we should get rid of privatized health care what do you think <laughs> um, if your answer is anything other than uh, hell no,
1: move to don't
0: participate in this poll. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> go, go to the Blaze's move to Twitter. No,
1: subscribe. But still move to go to the
0: Blaze's Twitter. That is at the Blaze. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us today. And we will see you guys later tonight. Tune in.
2: I got a wife, three dogs, and cat, Five kids in the fast section. I you
4: know no